Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to Meter and the Coach. Call the show at 401-737-1287. 1037-WEEI, Southern New England Sports Original. Welcome back, Meter and the Coach. Rob Bradford joins us at 805 from WEEI and WEEI.com. Rob had some interesting scoops, including a Chris Hill trade that didn't happen. He had that on WEI this week, and he's going to join us with his take on who's next as the GM of the Red Sox. He's Tim Welsh. I'm John Mita Perel. As Joe mentioned in his update, it's Colorado's world. We're all just a small part of it. Because if you're a college football fan, I guess you're caught up in that frenzy right now. The ESPN game day, beautiful setting. Yesterday, as Tim knows, he's been to Boulder. You can't ask for a better setting, especially on a sunny day. The, the mountains uh, framing that set in the background and uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson was the guest picker, and and Little Wayne was there pregame, and they had Offset, and Kai, Kawhi Leonard was there. And, uh, they're, they're having celebrities now come to Folsom Field. The place was mobbed. They had a, a double overtime thriller against Colorado State, two woeful teams last year. 17 penalties for Colorado State, one shy of BC, who, oh, by the way, those two teams now top five most penalties ever in FBS in a single game, Colorado State 17, BC 18. At one point, BC had 12 penalties. Florida State had none. It was 12 to zero. That was a problem. Although here's what I will say about this, Tim. And you probably have seen this in college basketball. My partner, Pete Cronin, made a great point in the broadcast. What happens with penalties? BC had 20 penalties in the first two games, including six personal fouls last week against Holy Cross. The officials watch game tape, too. So they look at BC and say, they're prone to flags. We have to keep a closer eye on them. Therefore, we're going to be a little bit, you know, might be a little more difficult with BC than we are with Florida State because BC is prone to penalties, and this is becoming a trend for them. That's something maybe that happened in college basketball as well in terms of fouls, but it's an interesting theory. Yeah, it's the same in all sports. You know, you can start to get a – you get a little bit of a rep and, you know, the, these guys are not professional refs. They're supposed to be the highest level, but you know, they do most, a lot of them have other jobs. Now uh, the college basketball guys, most of them, they are full time because of what they're getting paid. But these guys, you know, how much time they spend really breaking it down. I, I don't know, but I do know that 
when you watch these games. You know, if you look for something in football, you're going to find it on every play. And that, that to me, seemed what was going on uh, yesterday up in Boston. And, you know, you feel bad for the kids when that happens because it does take the flow out of the game. And uh, it, I don't ever believe that officials don't matter. They do. They do matter. They're part of the game. And uh, you can blame the officials. And I would blame the officials yesterday if I'm a BC fan for sure. Oh, yeah. No, and that's clearly the narrative coming out of there because BC outplayed them. BC outgained Florida State. They uh, moved the ball. They found a quarterback in Thomas Castellanos who is dynamic. Kid had 400 combined yards. He's outstanding. He's he's a fun player to watch. If you If you want to watch a fun quarterback, go to Chestnut Hill this year. They're playing Virginia on September 30th. They're at Louisville next week. Uh, but that kid can really play, and he's only a sophomore. They found him from Central Florida. So he was a portal kid. He looks like he's a player. He had a problem last week against Holy Cross with a personal foul. He had to apologize for it on Instagram. It was a bad moment. Uh, and BC had a lot of really bad moments in that Holy Cross game. But good for them for coming back and showing some Showing some heart. And that's what Colorado did last night in the wee hours. You probably didn't see it. If you're listening to us right now, I highly doubt you saw that game. It, I believe it started at 11 Eastern time. Uh, and it was a double overtime thriller. Uh, their best player, Travis Hunter, got hurt. He's going to be out a couple of weeks. The kid that plays both ways and never misses a play. But it was a classic. I guess now it's a classic Colorado win. Uh, you know, the, talk about a team that, I guess they're must-see TV now, Tim. They're ranked 18th in the country. They'll climb, but it's 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 fun what's going on there. Yeah, it is. Uh, Dion, it seems like throughout his whole athletic life, whatever he touches turns to gold, uh, whether it's playing cornerback at Florida State, playing baseball there, running track, playing in the major leagues, playing an NFL game and an MLB game in the same day, uh, and then – Obviously, going to coaching, uh, doing it at Jackson State and now Colorado. Uh, you know they've they were in a war last night, though they figured it out though at the end. And but uh, the confidence that he has and what he's doing is just amazing to me because he backs it up, and uh, I I can't get enough of it. I I love it, and it's great for the sport. It really has jolted the sport right to the front and center early in the season, where there hasn't been a lot of great games on. So, I mean, you know, it's in Alabama and USF yesterday, you know, and Georgia wallop in South Carolina at the end. And, you know, your game was the best game of the day as far as the, what I it saw. Was. Yes, it's most, most entertaining. That game last night looked pretty good as well. But college football is off to a good start. Dion's a big, a big reason for it. Yeah, no, and it was 28-20 Colorado State late in the game. Colorado's offense was doing nothing. And then Shadur Sanders – Seven-play touchdown drive. His son capped it with a 45-yard touchdown pass to Jimmy Horn, and then they added the two-point conversion to tie it up. That sent the game into overtime when they won the game. So they're winning, you know, at least last night. They won in dramatic fashion. 401-777-1037. Meter and the coach continues. Let's go to Stanley in Taunton. Good morning, Stanley. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, thanks. Hey, um, so I see that you guys are talking about the offensive line of the Patriots, the, the woes that the Patriots have on the offensive line. I'll say this. My former high school and roommate, uh, Christian Wilkins, is going to have the time of his life tonight. Unless if they do something or a scheme for him or 
whatever it is, but I'm just going to say he's going to have a good game. Also, another question, um, if it's possible, what do you guys, who do you guys have for a five-team parlay for this Sunday? Because I got Arizona. I got the Patriots over 46 and a half. I, I have San Fran versus LA set by minus seven. And I believe, uh, who else? I apologize. New Orleans minus three and uh, Cleveland minus two and a half. What do you guys think about that? Uh, Stanley, Tim, Tim Walsh is a huge five-team parlay guy. He plays him every day, every week. He plays him in like, you know, MLS. You're a big five. You're, you're, you're a parlay guy, right? Uh, my game is uh, <laughs> fantasy now. Uh, we're in a big fantasy league, and I'm just keep trying to keep track of that for the girls, the Welsh girls, G-I-R-L-Z. And uh, right now we're 1-0, and that's all. And we ha- we do have Kirk Cousins in his big game in our pocket for this week. So uh, that was my quarterback. It was against uh, – received some heavy criticism when I picked him, but uh, I'm sticking with Kirk Cousins right now. <laughs> heavy criticism, huh? I mean, he's heavy, throwing heavy, to just, yeah. Justin Jefferson. You can't go wrong. Heavy criticism. Uh, oh. Very, you know, he's just not. He's just. He's one of those guys that's not respected, but he puts up the numbers and he always wins. He finds a way to win. He doesn't win big, but he's solid. He's solid, yeah. and he stays. And he's knock on wood. He stays on the field. And you know how important. You know, obviously, I'm big on that meter. I mean, if you get hurt, you're going to get hurt. And look at Aaron Rodgers. And it's too bad he got hurt. But you know. Was he ready for the season? There's been a lot of debate on that. You know, was he, you know, I saw him at a lot of Nick games, Ranger games, the U.S. Open, uh, concerts, Taylor Swift, Springsteen, but I didn't see any video of him working out. Not that he didn't, you know, but, you know, you got to keep your focus. You know, that was my thing with Jalen Brown, too. He's at fashion shows and all over the world. Was he working on his left hand? So that's, you know, I'm not saying he isn't, but. Those things come into debate. We'll we shall see that in another month or so, which I'm yes, very excited about. Very yes, excited you about. Shall. A couple of weeks, but the parlay. Uh, I will give them this, Stanley. I'll give you the Patriots over forty six and a half. I like that. Uh, I do like your. Uh, your I'm not sure about San Francisco and the Ram, and I believe it's the Rams. Uh, yeah. But either either way, Christian Wilkins, good point there. Uh, he's a disruptor kid that uh, went to Clemson uh, by way of Springfield and Framingham. Uh, definitely a, a good player. Uh, anybody up front is going to give the Patriots trouble tonight based on what we think that offensive get- line is going to look like. That's your game within a game for the Patriots. How do they neutralize Miami, whose defense clearly isn't great, but I think any defensive line slash linebacking crew could have a field day against what the Patriots are going to throw out there. I don't know where they're going at all. Up front, I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe it's just those questionable on the offensive line. It's not exactly, uh, you know, the the ninety five Dallas Cowboys offensive line anyway. It's a it's a mediocre at best offensive line if they're all healthy. Probably less than mediocre. So where are you going up front? Yeah, that's the, that's the issue. And uh, the thing, though, as we said earlier, that I'm encouraged about, and I knew. I knew this was going to happen because you just knew it had to be an improvement from last year with the offense and how it looks. It looks like a professional offense now, an NFL offense. And, you know, it's designed for what they have. I mean, it's got to be quick. It's got to be quick releases. It's got to be quick throws. And you're not going to see a lot of 
long, deep stuff because of the arm strength of Mac Jones and the lack of protection and the lack of real skilled game breakers on the outside. But I think they're doing the best of what they with what they have, and I think that might be enough to maybe get them to the point where they can get in the playoffs this year, which would be a win. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big ask. I really do. And uh, I think, you know, tonight will tell a big story. Tonight gives you a, a peek inside about where you're going to see the Patriots go this year. And I'm sure it's going to be part of the part of the NBC coverage with Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth. Did you see this note about Collinsworth? He's now surpassed Howard Cosell as the longest tenure uh, network NFL employee. And, and, and I guess, you know, Howard Cosell, for those of you that, that don't even know him, it seemed like every time you turn on the TV, you should know how it goes sell. But if you don't, it seems like every time you turn on the TV, when you and I were growing up, he was on. Uh, but that seemed that was kind of a stunning note to me from a broadcast perspective. But good for Collinsworth. Uh, we'll see what they said, and we'll see how they paint the picture of the Patriots and where they're headed. Uh, I thought Romo last week was just mediocre. Uh, I think he's all over the place. Uh, sometimes you say, all right, that's a really good point, Tony. You told me something I didn't know, and you saw something that we didn't see. Uh, but then other times, he's just all over the map. And it's kind of a hard listen, Tim, to be honest with you. I heard our friend Andrew Marchand talk about this this week, on his, or last week on his podcast. And he always makes the point, you know, Romo was woeful last year, and he regressed. And, you know, the goal is for, especially for a guy like that, you got to be better every, every game. And I know it's not a huge deal. It's just you and I are media guys because we're in the business, but when, it, when you hear it and when you, when you, it's disjointed and you're just kind of a casual observer, that's a problem. What was your take on him in week one? Well, I just said, I thought he was just okay. I thought he was, I thought he was all over the place. I thought, you know, a lot of times he'll say something and, and again, you know, I say this all the time, not that I'm a TV expert, but if you tell me something, I don't know. And if you point out something we can't see, you're winning as an analyst. And he he has that ability because he has that analytical quarterback mind. But other times I have no idea where he's going. Yeah, it's uh, he's not my cup of tea. I, I, you know, I did like him when he first started a little bit, but then he wore on me with the all trying to guess the plays all the time. And, uh, you know, I don't want, I don't need that. I, I need to see something and then analyze it. And that's what, that's what I like. You know, I, I think Aikman does a good job. Aikman and Buck are very, very, very good. Uh, and there's a lot of underrated guys out there. And, um, but, you know, with him, just, he just doesn't seem like he's in sync with, with Nance. I don't know why, but it just doesn't seem like it's a good flow. It isn't. And they're the Super Bowl team. And I think Nance is, you know, probably knows, you know, Nance is on his toes because he knows Cromo's being criticized and whatever. I mean, it's a sidebar item. I know it's not going to, it's not going to make, not make you watch the game. Although I have heard from some people, they turn him down, which is, which is something that you'd never want to hear if you're an analyst or a broadcaster, but uh, an interesting development as we uh, look ahead to the rest of the NFL. Sporo one seven 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 ten thirty seven. We see your calls. We'll get you after this timeout. He's Tim Welsh. I'm John Mita Perel. This is Meter the Coach on Sports Radio WEEI one hundred three point seven. Oh, I don't have time for a cold, honey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.